Hello and welcome to the program. My name is Michael Finney. Today, we are joined by Jillian and Michael Buckley, new authors of Life Recipes, Simple, Healthy Concepts and Recipes to Live Your Best Life. You guys want to say hello and introduce yourself? Okay. Hi. Uh, my name, again, is Jillian Buckley. Uh, Mike and I have been married now for a little bit over a year. We live in the South Jersey area outside of Philadelphia and Cherry Hill with our cat, Rosie. <laughs> uh, so a little bit about my professional life. So I am a registered dietitian. And for those of you that don't know what a registered dietitian is, uh, what the, the training that's required with it, I went to undergrad to get my um, degree in dietetics. And then after I got my dietetics degree, I had to take a accredited internship and which took about a year. And then I had to take an exam. And through that, I am a registered dietitian. And so I, uh, for my first job as a registered dietitian, I worked in the community health field for a healthcare system in the South Jersey area. And it was in community health. And the program was called the mobile farmers market. We would go into uh lower socioeconomic communities and provide discounted produce in an effort to improve food insecurity. So I was there to provide recipes, educate the community on nutrition, kind of inspire them to eat healthier. So I was there for about three years. And then I kind of changed course about two years ago. Uh, I current where I'm, I'm at currently with uh, the, this company called NutriSense. It's a startup company that uses continuous glucose monitors uh, as a way to uh, help non-diabetics achieve health. Uh, health. So basically, like um, controlling your glucose, even as not a diabetic, it can um, help you reduce your chance of developing uh, metabolic issues down the line. And um, it's a better way to just kind of gauge your metabolic health in general. And also by mitigating your glucose spikes, even as a non diabetic, it could help with craving, satiety, and energy and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've been working there for about a little bit over. Uh, two years now. And during my free time, I uh, have a blog that I write about nutrition on. And uh, Mike and I also have our own podcast called Breaking Bread, the pod show where we uh, talk about recipes that we've created. And uh, I like to do my own recipe development on the side. I have an Instagram where I post a recipe maybe once or twice a week. And uh, because Mike and I like to cook so much, we're so into health. We decided to collaborate together a couple months ago and create a recipe lifestyle book. And that's what we're you know, here to talk about today. Fantastic. And Mike, you've been on a podcast before with me uh, in the past. Do you want to give us a little background on yourself as well? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Mike Buckley, Jillian's husband. Um, that last show we did, um, Luke, I think, was... Is that Luke or was it his, his, yeah. his username was like Lumo? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we mostly were just talking about environment and architecture, um, those kinds of topics and how technology is either helping, hurting both um, with, with those topics. So, you know, what, what's happening, what was built in the past, what's built now, what about, you know, meta and metaverse and all of these kind of topics. So definitely different subjects there and my connection to that is that um, i am an architect um, 
I practice in Philly at the same firm I've started with out of college. I've still been there for quite a while now. Um, so architecture takes up a lot of my headspace. Um, I'm not particularly qualified to talk about nutrition, even if I do. And yet um, here you are, a new author of a recipe book. <laughs> but I do eat, I do cook, and I like to eat and cook. And um, it, it definitely is an interesting world to jump into um, and to be able to not only be focused on one set of subjects all the time is very nice. My role in this book or ebook as it is right now um, was more so on the graphic end of things than it was on the content side of things. Um, I think I maybe served more as an editor than a writer um, at, at most points. But uh, well, she was very gracious to give you a, a co-author <laughs> listed in this with her then. Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely some pieces I wrote, but the full first draft was was all Jillian. So let's talk about the conceptualization of the book. Uh, you know, where was this born out of? How did the idea come up? Um, what made you follow through with it? I think it really started the beginning of last year. I think it was your idea, Mike. Uh, you know, we've been, cre we've been creating recipes uh, for a while now, and they're all just collected through my Instagram. And it's really hard to scroll through. Like if we're trying to search for a recipe that I created, you can't really search on Instagram to find it. So it's very clunky for searching for recipes. So we really wanted to, Mike thought it would be a good idea to put all these recipes in one spot. That's very easy to navigate. And then we kind of just built on it a little bit. Uh, and we thought it would be a good idea. In addition to just writing about recipes, talk about how, uh, you know, just some basic healthy lifestyle concept ideas so that people know, you know, what they should be following in order to lead a healthy life. But we're not really into prescribing very specific diets. Like as you could, if you read the intro, you know, we, we both experience, or I have keto vegetarian. I've done all of them thinking that one was better than the other, but through time I've learned that not one diet is better than another. Like it, what's, what's best is just to follow some like healthy concepts. You don't need to follow it all the time, but just like certain guidelines are generally good practices. So we thought it would be good to put together these healthy concepts in addition to the recipes. And yeah, and that, that, that was kind of, that was the genesis of it. Yeah. Very holistic in that sense. So I noticed that you've yeah. got 28 recipes, which is basically one recipe a day for what would be an entire month. But let me ask you this. Um, you know, they're probably not all dinners, right? You've got maybe a, a mix of different things, maybe some breakfast stuff, maybe some uh, faster lunch type of prep things or dinner, and, uh, you know, that could be elaborate or simple, I would imagine. Tell me about that. Yes, uh, that's, a, that's a great point. So we actually, that's another thing we talk about in the book is we explain how we go about prepping for the week because I find through my practice as a dietitian that a lot of people like kind of have a general concept of what's a healthy diet, but they don't know how to apply it. And there's so many different ways that you can apply a healthy lifestyle in a simple way to fit in with your routine. But what we do that we found helpful for us and that I found helpful for the people that I counsel with is to, you know, make like double the servings at dinner. So for Mike and I, we make 
four servings of a dish. And then for lunch the next day, we have that already prepped so we don't need to cook again. So a lot of these recipes are, you know, we, we eat them for both um, lunch and dinner. And it, maybe for some, the idea of eating like a piece of meat, like a fish and vegetables and uh, starch might be a stranger lunch idea. It's more of like a dinner idea because I think a lot of people, when they think of lunch, they think of sandwiches, um, which are fine. But um, I found through my practice and Mike and I have found through our own, you know, experiences that focusing more on um, a source of protein and a, like a, a more um, unprocessed carbs such as a potato and vegetables is um is a way to stay more satiated throughout the day and um that's what i like to coach the people that i work with to focusing more on instead of more refined carbs when it comes to breakfast we don't have too many specific breakfast recipes in the book we do explain um what mike and i typically do for breakfast as a way to give people ideas on how to assemble something quickly one thing that we recommend in the book is to you know just have something one or two go-to breakfast recipe ideas that you can assemble within 10 minutes. And there's a lot of different ways you can do it. And in the book, we explain like what Mike and I do. And it takes us like just 10 minutes to prepare. Like for Mike, uh, we'll just fry up four eggs with cheese. And then for me, it's a little bit more elaborate. I'll have, cause I like to have a little bit more variety. I have like three eggs, some veggies, a sweet potato. Um, and, uh, and we explain the book again, that by having the same thing each day, it just makes things easier for breakfast. So you don't have to spend as much time thinking about it. And maybe also, uh, add some consistency in terms of yeah. digestion as well. You know, Mike, uh, what did you have for breakfast today? Ooh, uh, so we actually went out for breakfast, um, today. So I had something different than I typically would. Um, and it was very good. It was a like a two patty smash burger on almost like a English muffin kind of bun. And there was a side salad with it. Um, and that was really good. That's what you had for breakfast. You had a burger for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a little, uh, breakfast brunch spot and that was their special. And I couldn't say no to it. I don't know. Um, but you know, like yesterday, actually we switched it up yesterday a little bit. We stayed home for the breakfast, which we usually do. Um, and rather than just having fried eggs, which we love and are convenient, um, I actually made the food and I made some omelets for us. So we had like a broccoli cheddar omelet here at home. Nice. Um, I actually, I saw that picture you posted on your Instagram story. And it oh yeah. Nice. Yes. It looked good. He did a really good job. Yeah. I, I go with a trifold on the omelet. Some people do a bifold. Yeah. No, I, uh, in, in terms of Instagram ability, I think the trifold knocks it up a notch, whereas the bifold <laughs> is, you know, very classic. Um, maybe, um, you know, a, a little pedestrian. I don't want to, I don't want to criticize any bifolders out there, but you know, we've all seen that, you know, lots of times. I agree. You could see more of the inside when it's a trifold. Yeah. I, I think one more thing just about the book that you were kind of mentioning, Jillian, uh, in keeping it more generic rather than super prescriptive, I think it's in a way set up to be like an invitation to people to be like, hey, there's a lot of confusing stuff. If you just go on Google and type healthy foods, 
Um, so we're trying to at least cut through some of the confusion and more or less let people know, like, here's a bunch of things you can cook if you just go to the store once a week or use your freezer well or other things. You're really not going to put in a ton more effort. Um, you just kind of want to get started with the process, get learning like the different methods of cooking, like braising, pan frying, sauteing, those different things, um, and kind of keep things within your competency. And slowly, if you get more advanced, you do. But if you don't, that's okay. You just want to make sure that you can cook stuff at home and you can cook stuff that you enjoy eating. At. Like those are kind of the two major hurdles we see that aren't really talked about they're glossed over right because everyone goes oh you need to buy the most special kind of salt to put on your food this will really solve all your problems there's a lot of like uh magic bullets in the nutrition health uh world and we're trying not to provide any of those (laughs) so let me dial into something that you mentioned a little bit earlier jill you were working at a farmer's market correct or you were working with farmers markets in some capacity. Yeah, it's uh I feel like the name of the program is a little misleading because we didn't actually collaborate with farmers markets, but we kind of acted as like a pseudo one because we brought produce into these lower socioeconomic communities, but really the produce that we were getting uh was all through Whole Foods. That was the the organization that we collaborated with to get the produce. All right. So uh, you know, that maybe gets to the point where I I wanted to go at any rate, which is about ingredients, right? And how important uh, nutritious ingredients are compared to, say, you know, what you might find and be accustomed to in uh, one supermarket versus another type of supermarket or what you would get um, from a farmer's market or, you know, my favorite, uh, you know, growing your own having mm-hmm. a garden. Are you guys gardeners? We are going to start a garden this spring. Fantastic. So we're excited to get going with that. Are you going from seed? Well, we haven't decided that yet. Well, here, you know, just uh, let me offer a couple uh points of perspective here. Um, yes. So what you find at the store, right? You know, nothing, no shade at, at stores and nurseries and things like that. Uh, have gotten great stuff from them. But what you find from seed is your ability to, you know, have control, right? In the sense that you can uh, get whatever variants of plants you want. And if there's one that you have really enjoyed in the past, say it's an heirloom, then you're able to save your seeds and you can just perpetuate that. Uh, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So there is that aspect of it. Uh, also yeah. just the joy of gardening, you know, of, of, of growing mm-hmm. plants and harvesting something that you then bring into the kitchen or preserve in some capacity is, is nice as well. I do advocate. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the garden. Yeah, we're, we're very excited about that. We do need to do a little bit more research as to how to get started with it. But from what I understand, it's not too complicated. No, no, you'll be able to manage. You put out a book, yeah. you know? Yeah. People have yeah. been growing for thousands of years, but we've only been really, you know, manufacturing books widespread since, you know, Gutenberg or whatever. So, no so crazy. Deal. You guys got this. Uh, 
next piece I wanted to ask you about because you are um, positioning the book as a lifestyle mm-hmm. entry, right? How does diet and nutrition fit in with some of these other points about a healthy lifestyle, right? You're mentioning uh, things about increasing energy or losing weight, uh, sleep management. So tell us about that. Yeah. So to live a healthy lifestyle, it's definitely not just about choosing the right sorts of foods. Um, that's definitely one aspect of it that's very important, but be like just as important is you know, getting in good sleep, finding ways to socialize, um, you know, finding ways to de-stress. And like also, as we noted, activity is incredibly important. Um, and, uh, it's with activity in particular, it's interesting. I think a lot of people, when they think of activity, they think of it in the lens through, oh, I need to do this to lose weight. But as we explain in the book, actually exercise isn't, if you want to lose weight, exercise probably isn't the greatest lever to pull in order to lose fat. Like a better lever to pull would be to, um, lower your total amount of caloric intake. Um, just because with your, uh, calories burned, the amount of calories that you burn through exercise is actually just like a very small percentage of your total calories burned, like maybe 10%. So out of all the levers to pull in terms of like reducing energy intake, exercise isn't the best one, but we like to say like to, you know, exercise, it's not the benefits of exercise goes beyond weight loss. Like by adding in some movement a day, even just walking, you're going to improve, you're going to reduce your risk of chronic illness down the line. Because if you think one way to think of it is if you're moving, you're getting the glucose out of your bloodstream into your cells for energy. So you're going to increase your insulin sensitivity. Insulin's the hormone that helps glucose get out of the bloodstream. Uh, so by doing this, you're reducing your chance of diabetes and heart disease. And also just by moving throughout the day, you're going to increase your energy. Um, uh, we also note in the book that incorporating, if you can, strength training is incredibly important. So even though maybe exercise isn't necessarily the greatest lever to pull when it comes to specifically fat loss, it is a really good lever if you're doing strength training to pull, if you want to build muscle, which we actually think people should be focusing more on instead of, uh, solely weight loss, um, more so building body composition. Uh, so yeah, uh, to have a healthy lifestyle, it's, it's just, it's so much more than just, uh, controlling the type of food that you have, um, in your diet. Very much agree. Right. And I, oh, go ahead. I, I was picking up on like you, you had said, uh, holistic earlier. Um, and in some ways holistic is a buzzword at times, but that definitely is what we were aiming for. We didn't want to write a really long book or maybe we couldn't because that's a lot of investment in terms of time, but um, we did want to provide a big picture analysis and let people know that, you know, you can dial in any given concept here, but it's probably best to work on all fronts and improve them simultaneously in a way without getting overwhelmed so that you do have synergy between the different things you're working on. So when your sleep improves, you're probably going to find that, you know, your appetite is more oriented towards whole foods and and not as much junk foods. And when you're eating better, you're going to sleep a little better and you might feel more motivation to 
workout. And, you know, if you pick a workout that you really like, whether that's, you know, playing pickup volleyball or frisbee in a park or snowshoeing, what have you, you know, if you do things that you like, you'll do more of them. Um, that's kind of like, like the James Clear Atomic Habits, like inception in the book or something like that. But um, I, I think it can get very complicated and everyone can get lost in analysis um, before they really latch onto things that are enjoyable. And like, it's, it's easy to lose sight of things being fun, even though they are. And eating should be fun and cooking should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that we are trying to emphasize with the book as well, is that I think a lot of people just don't value cooking, which is fine. Everyone's got different values, but we want to try to, like Mike said, like an open invitation to get people to just start questioning, like maybe I should put a little bit more energy towards cooking because and we think and we think that if people did that, if they did cook more of their meals at home, a little bit learn a little bit more about cooking, they're going to increase the satisfaction in their life, which will lead to, you know, being healthier. Um, it's just it's, you know, eating. It's something that we all do every single day, three times a day. We all need to eat. Might as well, like, uh, make that experience as pleasurable and, uh, you know, as, as good as possible. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, like like you were saying about you know starting from seed in a garden. Similarly, starting from scratch in your kitchen that's it's a very uh, empowering, kind of liberating thing. And you know, even if you haven't cooked ever in your life, within a month or two of just cooking a lot of your own meals, you'll get kind of good. And you might want to invite someone over and almost like show off and be like, "Hey, I want to cook you a meal." come over, let's eat it. And that's us outside of like developing maybe romantic, intimate bonds. I feel like food and dinner and conversation are, are really like the main way that we as humans relate socially. Uh, it's kind of hard to hang out with people without it involving some kind of food or drink. Right. Uh, food is such a great platform, not only cooking, but eating for conversation and developing relationships of all kinds. Um, you know, we haven't cooked and eaten together, but here we are having a nice conversation. And I could imagine eating and sitting down with you guys and hanging out and having a good time. You know, I could see it. Uh, so let's try to wrap things up here. Are there any other things about the book, about, uh, you know, the, the program that you want to talk about that we haven't addressed, where can people find it? Uh, you could find the book on gum road. Mike, do you know the best way to find it through there? Um, it is called life recipes. It is on gum road. Uh, our store name is Buckley and Buckley, which I just kind of didn't know what to write. So Very we wrote cute. that. Um, so it is on Gumroad. It's also on Amazon, uh, and it is currently an ebook format. Um, I believe we kind of went a strange route because, as I've learned, making a paper book and then a uh, paperback and then moving towards ebook seems to be the natural progression. Um, and we are looking to do that. Uh, hopefully, by March, we have released uh, both the ebook and paperback at that point. So that's in the works. 
it'll be coming. Um, the ebook itself, so you know if you pick it up, it is formatted for eight and a half by eleven. So if you open it and you have a printer at your house, you could just print any of those recipe pages without scaling it. It'll come right out of your printer and look pretty nice. Very thoughtful. Um, but yeah, right now Amazon, as well as Gumroad. Um, I know there's other platforms. We'll we'll look to get on those, but the paperback is a priority over those other platforms currently. Yeah, for sure. That's you know how I've I've done some of mine over the years. Uh, Jillian, Michael, thank you for for joining me and having a conversation today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks so much for having us on. Happy to see some new authors and uh, go check out Life Recipes by Buckley and Buckley on Amazon and Gumroad. Talk to you next time.